Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, everyone, to Dr. Pat's show. I am so, so excited to be hosting for her. I'm her guest host today. My name is Martine Emmons. And as well as being a transformational life coach, I focus on NLP and helping women who are survivors of trauma. I have a show as well. I am blessed and privileged to have my own show as well, which is Transformation with Martine, where we overcome everything and compromise nothing. I am so excited to be here. And my show, for those of you that don't know, um, is Friday, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. And today, I am so excited to invite my guest, Yvonne Mundi, and she's got a very powerful story. She is going to talk about how a star is born out of scars, and that, oh, that brings a lot of emotion to me because I know what that is like myself. Welcome, Yvonne. Please introduce yourself. Thank you so much for having me today. It's my pleasure. I'm so excited to be on the show here today. So excited to have you. Yes, I am a speaker and mm-hmm. an international speaker, a coach, and an educator, yes. a counselor, and mm-hmm. I am an author. And so, yes, Mundi um, <laughs> yes. Yvonne, like uh, Martin already said, uh, so I am here with a lot of good, good things, good things to let you guys know that good things can still come out of nothing. Thank you so much. They can absolutely can. I, I'm on proof. I am proof of that. You are proof of that. So Yvonne, would you tell us a little about your, your, just start with your story? Yes. I I know you probably have many, but just like whatever you feel is the most hopeful and the way to bless people today. Yes, I am so happy to share that with you. Not the entire thing, but there will be books and and products that will be out there for people to go and read and try to help themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. you said, I, I am a, a star born out of scars. Uh-huh. You know, my trauma started from a very young age, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am 11 years old and I am sitting in a kitchen surrounded by my brothers, my grandmother and my father. And mm-hmm. my father tells my grandmother, I want Mundi to go and get married at 11 and my grandmother oh my gosh because that took her like a shock and and my father is like did you hear what I just told you Monica my grandmother said please this child is too young to get married at 11 why can't you educate her as you are educating your own legal children so ladies and gentlemen uh, I come out uh, from a rape situation my mother was given away in marriage at the age of 16. And shortly after she had beautiful twin baby girls. And then shortly after the husband was killed by, by her abuser who raped her oh and impregnated me while she was still breastfeeding her twin babies. And so her home was demolished. All her late husband's property ceased. And she was forced to live in her abuser's compound among his wives and children who were around my mother's age. And that is when the the trouble began. Pregnant with me, my mother with no education, she did only what she knew how to do very well. And that was farming and praying to God. You know, she ended up with nine children. And I watched my brothers, my brothers died of of intense abuse. And my my own knew also died from abuse at the age of eight. And so, you know, when my grandmother uh, fought tooth and nail to say, no, I will not have you do what you're doing to my daughter, to my granddaughter anymore. She deserves to be educated. And so from that moment on, it was one abusive situation to the other. By the time I was 15, I had lived 
in several homes and in each of these homes, I went through abuse. And at the age of three, my father threw me away, uh, just gave me away in a very unloving manner. And the uncle that took me, took me to a city. The only thing that was good there was that they started educating me, they sent me to school. But when I graduated from primary school at the age of 11, my father demanded that I be sent to the village. So that's when the marriage thing started. And so my grandmother fought and said, no, this one will go to school. This one was go to school. My daughter is suffering. I am suffering today because I was not educated, not this one. And so from that moment on, my father said, until you do what I tell you to do, you would never amount to anything. And your home is going to be in the bush among animals. And so when my grandmother left that night, my father sent me out of the home. I groped my way around the village, no electricity, to uh, some parents' house who then took me to my grandmother's house, crossed a river and took me there at night. And at this time, my mother was always on the run for her dear life. She ended up having nine children of her own. My father was always abusing my mom, loaded a gun to go and kill my mom, but God had long removed my mom from our only one bedroom and kitchen house, you know? And so that is when the abuse started. Every night I will be let out of the house. I was starved. I had no home. I was living in the bush among animals and birds actually sleeping in the bush. And the women of the village, when they're going to the farm, they will stop by and put food on leaves for me to eat. I could hear the, the children being happy, walking to school, coming back from school, mm -hmm. but I was in the bush, just staying in the bush. Mm -hmm. I wanted to die so bad. I prayed for God to just take my mother and all her children, but it didn't happen. And so one day I said, mother, I told my mother, I want to go to school. My mother said, my daughter, they will kill us. Your daddy will kill us. I said, mother, I would rather die, but I want to go to school. Mm -hmm. So my grandmother, they came together and they decided to educate me. Are you there? Yes. Yes. Okay. They decided to educate me. And so that's how I got enrolled into secondary school. After secondary school, I wanted to go to high school. It was a constant struggle. I became an adult even before I became one. I did whatever it took for me to raise money to do things. But as God would have it, the, the village, very good parents of the village, they came together. I grew up seeing parents loving their children, sending their children to school, but my father was a terror to the entire village. So they came together and they decided to educate me. And at this time, I love to write and I still love to write. I'll be writing, picking papers. I want to read whatever. You know, because I wanted to talk like the educated. I wanted to walk like the educated. I wanted to hold my books just like the educated were holding their books. Mm -hmm. I saw so much inspiration and I admired the educated. So they came together. Those parents, they went through too much. Some of them are no more. Some of them are still there. And I'm doing whatever it takes to also help them to pass this blessing on to other children. And so that is how it started. And then from high school, I thought I, I deserve to go to university too. And at this time, you know, they place so much emphasis on boys than girl children to be highly educated. But still the parents said, this child has been writing letters to us. I was a courier, they called me the village courier. I'll write letters and take them to the post office and mail them. I mm. will help the parents of the village, the old ones. I will do community work to clean, do whatever it took. I would teach Sunday school. And so they said, they will send me to university. Mm. I was the very first female child in that village for more than 10 years with a bachelor's degree. Mm. And that means a whole lot to me till today. And it means a whole yeah. lot to me. Even to that village, they call me, even as I'm speaking today, they left me a message. They call me all the time. They so much depend on me. They call me for advice. They call me for whatever. Mm. And I, you know, I always wanted to leave that village. My grandmother blessed me with a traditional blessing. It, when I think about that blessing, it, it, it just makes me just want to rise even more. My grandmother blessed me, asked me to put all my writings in my hair because they were always beating me. I have wounds all over my body, even cuts in my hair, you know? My grandmother said, put it in your head and write the rest on the paper. I will bury them in a plastic bag at the corner of my home so that if you forget something, 
if I'm not here tomorrow, you can come for them. Mm. And so my grandmother is no more. She's watching on me from above. Yes. And so I, from a one-time TV show that I watched from the only TV owner in the village, and this TV owner was using a generator. It talked about freedom and success in the United States. Mm-hmm. And I thought, maybe United States is just a place where I can just walk. I said, I will go to America. I'm going to walk and go to America. They will be beating me up, beating me up, even beat me until I can even bled to death. They didn't care. They didn't just want me to talk about America or be educated or anything. And so I kept singing. I almost went insane. They thought I was crazy. So my grandmother said, my granddaughter, you see that bird that is flying in the sky? That is the bird that is going to take you to where you want to go. Oh, that's so beautiful. Yes. I don't want you to be in this village. Being the kind of child that God has created you to be. You are a thinker. You are a fighter. You want to do more for people that will not let you because you are a female child. When I die, do not leave here. Go somewhere so you can protect, so you can fight and advocate for your mother and your brothers because they don't know how to speak for themselves. And so from a very young age, I wanted to become a writer, a speaker, an advocate. Mm -hmm. I want to help women and children. And with the blessing that my grandmother gave me, I have it with me. My grandmother said, wherever you go in the world, make sure to bless women and children because that Mm -hmm. is the life your mother and you guys lived. But do Mm -hmm. not forget where you've been. Do not forget where you come from, this village. It's very important. They built your foundation. And so that is why I am here today So the end of my life, my passion, my mission, and my vision is to advocate for the abused, the rejected, the homeless, the hungry, the disabled, anybody, especially as I watch young girls being abused, being sold into sex sex trafficking, and women are being abused, and they can't say a word, even in our country, the United States. The abuse and rejection is universal. It's not just here. So that is why I am bent on writing. I'm going to be creating courses. My my, uh, ultimate goal is to build mastermind schools to begin to change the mentality of a lot of people that just think that what they told them as children, even as adults, that's exactly who they are. No, if I, Mundi Yvonne or Yvonne Mundi, Mm -hmm. can do what I am doing today, can stand here and talk with you on a very honorable show like this. Anybody in the world can do it so long as they are breathing. If I'm breathing, I will do everything. There is nothing that I cannot do. I don't know that much, but I know that the God that has opened the way for me even to escape freedom, where Mm -hmm. I can share my story, anybody out there can do it. Nobody should limit you. Nobody should tell you that you're less. Even if you don't have one limb, you can use your mouth. If you don't have a mouth, you can use your eye. You can use Mm -hmm. something. Do it. I am here for you. Just like Martin. Martin is there for for all of us. I am here for you. Reach out. Do not stay in a, a situation that is uncomfortable for you. Because when you do, the children will copy. Children are impressionable. They will copy. I left from childhood abuse into two marriages that were very abusive, very exploitative. And I said, enough is enough. Yes. I am going to love myself. The God who created me loves me. I will Mm -hmm. love myself so that my children will follow. I have one biological son, very amazing boy. And I adopted nine of my late brother's children. The highest 15 years old. And I'm going to be filing for them. I don't know how. But the how is not up to me, it's up to God. Because if yes. I'm here today, from walking without bare feet, without shoes for years, from having just two pairs of tattered clothing for, for years, there is nothing that I cannot have. Now I can wear clothes and change. Last week I saw you with a different beautiful outfit. Today is a different one. Me the yeah. same. We have mm-hmm. a lot. We have a yes. lot that we have to pass it on to other people. So I, I want to build mastermind schools and I am here for anybody, whether it is setting your goals, whether you're confused, whether you want to write a book, whether you want to get your story out there, I am here for everybody. 
especially women and children. Thank you so much. I can talk, 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 and talk. Uh, oh, that that's so beautiful because I feel like you do that. If if we are breathing, mm -hmm. we still have purpose. Yes. Yes. So I, I come from um, an abusive environment myself. I was beat very badly by my father and sexually abused um, from ages uh, four to nine, molested by different men um, and, and other circumstances in my life. So I know it. I know I have an idea, I should say, of what you've been through. Not quite to your degree, nowhere near still hard, you know, in, in um, what I went through was still hard as well. You know, we all have our own experiences and it's, and it's hard for all of us in a different way. Yeah. Um, so women weren't thought of as good as boys where you come from, and that's still like everywhere, but more so where you come from. And um, did your, did your brothers have a chance at, some of the things that you did? I know you had to fight for everything that you my got as brothers, well. Um, one of my brothers who died four years ago of abuse, mm -hmm. because it just seems so natural that when you grow up in an, in a, an abusive environment, mm -hmm. you tend to gravitate towards abuse. Yes, that's true. And I true. think that is the case with me. I tend to gravitate towards men that are a carbon copy of my father. And that is why those two marriages end. My brothers, the one that died was commissioner of public security, died because the wife is very abusive. She's still abusive still now. Mm -hmm. And he had the opportunity because I was determined that I would do whatever it takes to educate myself and my brothers. And mm -hmm. so I, when I was in the university, I was doing farming. I was doing marketing. At the same time, my mom was also doing certain things, farming and marketing in the village. And my other brothers, we came together and we educated that one up to university. Mm -hmm. And the other one was taken into slavery for uh, my father's oldest son, who is still alive. No. I can't even go to Cameroon now because they plan <sighs> to chew me when I get there. I can't go there. So they took my, my immediate sibling who also passed from abuse. His picture is right there looking at me. Mm -hmm. And he was not given the chance, the opportunity to go to school. The money that I sent from here for him to invest in a business so he can get married and support his wife, they seized that money from, from him. $800 is a lot of money in Cameroon. Mm -hmm. That money was taken away. It was 1,600, which is 800,000 francs. That money was taken away from him. My other two brothers that are left are buried into alcohol to try to dull their pain. Uh, I understand. I, I just talked with one um, about an hour before we came on. His mm -hmm. name is Peter. He improves, but still the problem is there. There's too much abuse. The other one has a, a lower back problem because of abuse from my father. My little, the only little sister that I knew, because my mom had the twins with the late, late husband, mm -hmm. was was abused at the age of eight, and she died. And so, you know, they didn't. My brother didn't quite have a chance, except for one that we sponsored, but he too passed. So these two, I'm just mm -hmm. praying to God because my mom is going through too much for a mother to have nine children and only yeah. three adults is not a good thing for any oh, mother. That's so sad. And she lives with me, but um, I just pray every day and I do the best that I can for her because she worked. She even, when she was educating me, the friends, her friends abandoned her for trying to educate a female child. They isolated mm -hmm. her. She was lonely, but she was determined to educate me and she did. So yeah. I'm here, I do everything. I say, mama, everything, I will do it for you because I don't want to regret when you're no more. I want to mm -hmm. do everything. Right. So she's here with me, and I thank God for that opportunity, Martin. Um, though the abuse is here in America, but the laws, the laws here are better than the laws in Cameroon. Mm -hmm. The laws in Cameroon, just like the laws in the United States in those days, favor the men against the women. Right. Yes. But it's changing, but the change is so little, not that slow. much. Slow. Yes, very slow change. Mm -hmm. yes. So we have a lot to do. Women all over the world, it doesn't matter whether we have children or not of our own. Women are the cradle of all society. We need to come together to fight against all of this. Mm -hmm. I agree with you. 
Yes. I agree. Because yeah. when I look at my son and the other children, I'm like, I cry. I'm like, if I'm no more, especially my son, he does not like problems. Very humble. You will meet him someday. Mm-hmm. Very humble, a child. Very good. Very helpful. Very loving. Uh-huh. He does not, he would rather apologize for th- something he didn't do just to bring peace. So where are our mm-hmm. children going to be? We have to make the, ch- the future better and happy for our children. In the United States now, especially during this period of the pandemic, children as young as seven are committing suicide. We need to step up and do something for these mm-hmm. children. Yes, I absolutely agree. We need to empower them. Yes, yes. So and my brothers I, didn't have, they didn't have that much of any chance. And for me, I am a fighter. I don't know how to fight physically, but my mouth, my writing, that's what, that's what I use to fight. And so right. I don't take things when people say, and my grandmother did a lot with me. My mother doesn't talk that much. My grandmother trained me a lot. Do not accept mm-hmm. things that people tell you. He, she was a fighter. Don't do this, do but this, but always say good things to people. You know, mm-hmm. the Bible was our our anthology, everything. Mm-hmm. We're reading the Bible. She recruited yeah. us on the school teacher to teach us all the time. Psalm, Psalm 91 is still in my brain. I can wake up at any time. I will recite it because, you know, and that helped a lot. My grandmother instilled in me the spirit of a fighter, of a mm-hmm. warrior. Mm-hmm. I respect everybody, but I do not um, accept something that is not the truth. Right. Yes. Right. Thank right. you. So, yeah, so um, I, I want to go back a little bit because I'm, um, I'm curious that the whole village, like you said that some of the women, your mom's friends were upset that they educated you, but wasn't it the women in the village that helped to educate you? They helped mostly the men, the fathers, some of the good women who were also educating their own children, female children. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. also help, not the okay. entire village, but most of the village, they saw that as a good thing that a child mm-hmm. will be writing letters and taking them to the post office and doing things for the village. They mm-hmm. supported me, you know, all okay. everywhere I go, I owe people a lot because even at the university, even in high school, even in secondary school, I meet with parents who were always helping me, mm-hmm. you know, in university, I was doing marketing. And one Sunday, these parents, they were uh, 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 fathers, they came and I started crying. I thought, I was thinking, what have I done wrong? They said, don't cry, don't cry. We're not, you didn't do anything wrong. They mm-hmm. came, they started questioning me. What's your name? Where do you come from? Mm-hmm. I told them, they said, if every child can do what you are doing, you're going to school, you mm-hmm. are selling things, you're doing marketing, you are also doing farming. If every child can do it, then the parents will not be suffering. So they contributed uh, uh, 1,500 francs, which is equivalent to $3. That's a lot mm-hmm. in Cameroon. $3 uh-huh. is a lot. Mm-hmm. And they gave it to me. They said, add it on your capital. That is a lot. That helped mm-hmm. me. I was a late, late starter in life. Considering where I come from, my parents, my siblings, I'm like, you know what? I don't want to have any boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a boyfriend until towards the last year in university, which, you know, it just happened. I didn't want it. I wanted to focus on my studies and to mm-hmm. help my mother and my siblings. So everywhere I go, I owe people a lot. And mm-hmm. I'm really so grateful for the people that God has put on my path. You mm-hmm. are here today. You discovered me. A lot of my mentors, my coaches. I, I am an author. This is something that I have always dreamt of, but I did not know how it was going to come about because it's so expensive to publish mm-hmm. a book. Yes. But they picked me, they picked me, Media House yeah. of Sovereignty with That's Illinois so from, is it yeah. Australia or where? They picked me from the internet and mm-hmm. said they've been looking for powerful women like me and their That's stories. So That's how my journey started. Who yeah. would dare to say, there is no God who has laid your path so clear for you. I am speaking in a home that was built by people. I'm speaking in a country where everything has been made possible for me. It, mm-hmm. is, it, it is greatness and beauty all over us. And I thank God. And I thank you too, because you picked me and you, you are mm-hmm. here with me today. 
Thank you so oh, much. Oh, I'm so happy for that. Um, we are going to take a break, but before we do, why don't you tell the audience, um, that, well, in the next minute or so before we break, um, what book is your latest one coming out? Okay. Yes. Thank you so mm -hmm. much. Ladies and gentlemen, yes. you're going to enjoy You don't want to miss this book. Uh, two books are actually coming up, maybe three, but the last one, the date has not been set. So the first one is going to be launched on December 14th. Ooh, just the the corner. Is, yes, Women of the Power Voice Anthology. Wonderful. And Les Brown is my mentor. So I attended oh, the Power Voice so Academy. Good. So yes. that one is coming up. It's so exciting. And the other one is Hear Her Raw with uh, mm -hmm. Bridget, holder of uh, the Art of Grace Publishing mm -hmm. House International. So that is that Wonderful. one. one. Very beautiful book. That book stands to fight against uh, sex trafficking, the abuse mm. of women, and slave mm -hmm. labor for men. So that one is she is unleashing her feminine power. So those oh, are that's the wonderful. Yeah, that's wonderful. Social media and all over. So you guys buy those with their very great resources to help all of us. Oh, absolutely. I can see that for sure. That that's Thank awesome. You. So yeah. where can, and right, we got another just second or two here. Where can people find you right now? They can find me. I have a website. Mm -hmm. They can find me on all forms of social media, Facebook, Instagram. I'm still learning to use Instagram and LinkedIn, <laughs> but I'm, <laughs> I'm most of the time on Facebook for now, but eventually okay. I will be on all, but my website is there. It's still under construction, but you can still go there. It's www.buildinghopesanddreamsglobal.org. I love that. I, I, I just love the, the name of that because it, it just fills me with like, yes, you know, because <laughs> as you know, I'm all about hope as well. Yes. So yes. my show is about hope and my whole message is about hope because I, I, like I said in the beginning, or at least I thought, I think I said in the beginning, um, <laughs> I believe all of us can rise from no matter what we've been through, we can rise up again and we can serve others. And our mess, as a lot of people have said, become our message. There you go. You know? Yeah. So we're going to take a break, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll be back in just a minute. Even though your home base is one Enneagram type, you have characteristics of all the types. Tune in to Enneagram Conversations with Renee Siegel the second and fourth Monday of each month at 4 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Learn how you can unlock your unlimited potential. Visit YouArePurePotential.com for more about Renee and her work. That's the letter U, the letter R, PurePotential.com. Have you heard about shifting the collective vibration and consciousness on the planet? Join me, Kimberly Barrett, on the Sharing Love and Light show every first and third Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern at TransformationTalkRadio.com to explore the depth of vibration and consciousness on our planet and learn how you can shine your love and light. To learn more, visit SharingLoveAndLightShow.com. Can you truly say that you know and love yourself? Corny Cottrell is an author, speaker, and 21-year active duty master chief with the U.S. Navy, here to encourage you to take back your power and live your life with intention and purpose. Tune in to Unapologetically Favored every fourth Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio. Walk in your purpose. Visit unapologeticallyfavored.com to learn more about Courtney. We remember a time when you could simply form a thought and it would manifest. The harmony was forgotten, but it is returning now. The power of inspiration and awakening radio with Juliet Griffin on TransformationTalkRadio.com each second and fourth Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific. We'll take you on adventures through the heart and spirit exploring who we once were. This intuitive healer studied under the guidance of wolves, learning from their wisdom to master a higher frequency for a new state of mind. Visit OneTrueSelf.com. Learn how to lead a happier life on Miles to Go with Brittany Miles. How to lose to gain it all. Join Brittany every second and fourth Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Listen as coach and healer Brittany Miles shares stories that teach you about surrender. For more information about Brittany, MilesToGoCoaching.com. 
Does your life often feel like an emotional tsunami where rogue waves crash down on you, leaving you feeling hopeless and wondering if it will ever end? Do you wish to awaken the dormant strength inside of you? Imagine what it would be like to turn your pain into purpose. Start today by scheduling a complimentary consultation with Martinet. Dive into your healing journey and begin to see your life in a new light. Visit martineemmons.com and make your appointment today. Welcome back, everyone, to the wonderful Dr. Pat show. I am your guest host today. I am Martine Emmons. And for those of you who don't know, I have my own show as well, which is Transformation with Martine, where we overcome and compromise nothing. My show is every Friday, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, and my show is about hope. I believe firmly that we as humans can get back up from anything. So without further ado, I want to introduce my guest again, Yvonne Mundi, and we have been talking about her story and her books and her desire to empower women and children. So Yvonne, um, on break, we were talking about us as women coming together to motivate, to encourage, to make change happen. How do you motivate and encourage others? Very important question. And, you know, motivation and encouragement is very, very mm-hmm. important. If mm-hmm. I draw from, um, from uh, the quote of Ronald Reagan, Ronald Reagan said, there are no, no barriers around us. We can achieve anything that we want to achieve. Mm-hmm. There are no constraints to the human mind. Mm-hmm. There are no walls that are built around the human spirit except those that we erect mm-hmm. on ourselves. That means when you are determined, so long as you're breathing, when you say to yourself that, yes, I can do this, I will, and I can, mm-hmm. and you can do it. Because when you take that determination, when you give yourself that affirmation, you are already giving your subconscious mind something. The subconscious mind acts on what you give them to us. And if you encouraging them in a very positive way, the subconscious mind will take it, it will begin to act on it and you will do it. Because how is it that a child, as a child, I was that determined mm-hmm. to become something. How is it that things just work? Is it, I wasn't powerful. I didn't have any resources. I didn't have anything. But it is the desire to say, I can do this and I will do it. Other people have done it. People have been even in very bad situations. If you take, for instance, Nick Fijusic. Nick Fijusic is an Australian who was born without limbs. Mm. He is inspiring, empowering the entire world. And if you take, for instance, um, uh, Tawana Williams in this country, Mm. she was born without arms, the eagle without wings. Wow. Oh, I love that. The eagle without wings. Yes. And she is transforming people. You and I are here. We have hands. We have eyes. Mm -hmm. We have all our limbs together. We can do better for ourselves first. Because if you do not impact yourself positively, there is nothing that you can give out because you you will cannot give out of nothing. You must give out of what you are building in yourself. That is why when I was thinking about the title for my company, I thought about building hopes and dreams, building the hopes and dreams of other people because others build my own hopes and my dreams. So So ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening under the sound of my voice, there is nothing that you cannot do. Do not let the, the limitations that people put on you put, pull you down because you have something special. You have great things within you that nobody can take from you. You have to begin to search within yourself because what you are looking for is not outside there. It is inside of you. You have to search within you. God created us with wonderful gifts, each and every one of us. And we have yes. those gifts. We don't have to depend on somebody or depend on something. What is it that when you just wake up from sleep, you it would just lit, lit a light on your face to do. What is it mm-hmm. that if somebody just just wakes you up and you say, oh, I want to do this, and you'll be happy to do it without complaining, without mm-hmm. whining. Mm-hmm. And a lot of us are stuck at jobs that we are complaining and whining every day because we have not found that purpose. We have right. not found that gift. 
in our lives. So that is why I'm so happy when I hear somebody say, oh, I want to interview you. I'm saying, yes, I have an interview coming up. <laughs> yes, yes. And we have to, like, we have to focus on gratitude. That is something that's so important because if if we just like we go to work every day and it's like oh or mm -hmm. we we clean the house like oh gosh i i don't want to do this kind of thing it's like if we could just focus on i get to go to work i yes. am blessed i get paid to do this work i get to live in a nice home that i Ooh. take care of that is big and also one of the things that you were talking about like um sometimes we need somebody else to believe in us before we can believe in ourselves just like les brown always you know he has a twin mm -hmm. and he was growing up the dt the dumb twin i'm yes. sure you know that story of him yes. it was somebody else that said don't you think of yourself that way don't you believe what other people are saying i am telling you right now that you're good so sometimes we need someone else to believe in us and i know for me i most certainly did i don't know um like you, you knew you wanted to go to school. You knew you wanted to do these things. I knew myself that I had some kind of purpose because even in the depths of trauma, mm -hmm. I always saw this light. There was always this light. It's like, I kind of pictured myself in a cave and there was just like some kind of light coming in. And I always knew that was God. That mm -hmm. was him telling me, it's all right, you're going to make it. You're going to do something big. Mm. And I have also had in my life, a lot of loss. My mom's gone. My brother's gone. My sister's mm -hmm. gone. And it's just me and my dad mm -hmm. now. And I often wonder like, why was I left here? And what I try to do now is try to help and inspire others. And I take my brother and sister with me because they wanted to do that. And my mom was always just a, a loving presence. And I feel that um, by doing this, this inspires me more from hearing stories like yours that inspires me more because there is nothing that means more to me than to encourage, to give someone else hope, to know that they too can step out of those depths and do something meaningful with their life. Um, did you did you get a sign like that, like a light or a, yes. or a pull or yes. something that made yes. you step out there? Say. Yes, I got it. I was just waiting to say it's so bad, you know, and I so appreciate um, the aspect that you just talked about, about gratitude. Mm -hmm. You know, when I saw when you write your letter, I see gratitude. Mine, mm -hmm. I, my own is love and gratitude. I say, yes, yeah. this is yeah. all we need because the rest mm -hmm. of the other things will follow. I certainly have a sign. One time at my job here, I was sitting, it was a Sunday and I was thinking to myself, is this the way my life is going to be from hand to mouth? How am I going mm -hmm. to help the people that I need to help? How am I going to help my mother? My mother, even now, she still has some health difficulties, but they are better. Mm -hmm. You know, how am I going to help my brother's, uh, uh, my late brother's children? You know, all of these things, how am I going to help the village that helped me? Even here, I met with a lot of people that helped me. So mm -hmm. on that Sunday, and then I started crying and I took out my phone before I even, before I even took out my phone, I cried and, and a colleague asked me, Yvonne, are you okay? What's wrong? But I didn't say a word. I just sat there. All of a sudden I heard the, the, the voice of my grandmother. My grandmother said, why are your tears? Why your eyes? Things are getting better for you. Why your eyes? Exactly. And then all of a sudden, this light just brightened the whole place. And I was so mm -hmm. happy. And the colleague was watching me. What is going on with you? You know? And whenever I think about what my grandmother did for me, that traditional ritual, it takes mm -hmm. a whole interview for me to talk about this. Yeah. You know, when I think about it and what she gave me, I have it here with me to bless people with. And if mm -hmm. I haven't given my grandmother's blessing to you, as a woman, I give it to you now. Mm. Someday I will give you a hug and I will touch you with that. You know, mm. when I think about that, everything just changes. My grandmother is like, she's always with me everywhere I go, yeah. everywhere. And she's on, uh, I write about her all the time. Things that she said, be a mantle, be a mantle. Mm. My grandmother always told me, be a mantle. Mm. 
Do not let somebody do anything to you that is not okay. Because mm -hmm. God brought you into this world the way he brought you for a reason. There's mm -hmm. a problem behind that. And don't you let people laugh at you because they will tell you you don't have a father. Or they will tell you you came out of rape. It doesn't matter. If God let that happen, that is exactly what God wanted. You are the stone that the builders rejected. The cornerstone that the builders were supposed to use to build. They rejected it. God picked you up and made you that cornerstone. And so help people. Help women and children. Help everybody, but more so women and children. So that thing happened to me. It still happens all the time. Sometimes, like people, sometimes they fear the death. I, I don't. Because it's like my grandmother, whenever I am in any difficulties, it's like she's right there with me. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Um, we're going to take a break in a moment. But that, you know, that reminds me of um, this morning, how I was really missing my mom. And just thinking about her, today's her birthday. She was born on Pearl Harbor Day. Aww. And I felt her this morning. And it was a song that she loved, kind of Christmas but it was just in my head nonstop. And I'm like, God, oh, where's this coming from? I'm like, ah, oh, mama, you're here. Thank you for making yourself known today. That was really, really wonderful. So we're going to take a break and we will come back with um, final thoughts and whatever encouragement that you want to leave with the audience. And um, thank you so much for tuning in, everyone. And we'll be right back. You're driven and it totally shows. Your career is taking off. You're killing it in the mom game. But did your health needs make it on the plate this week? Tune in to the Boss Up Babe radio show, where Carissa Adkins helps babes show up, boss up, and thrive. Every second and fourth Tuesday at 12.30 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Become the boss babe you were meant to be. To sign up for one of Carissa's group coaching programs, visit 365dailyhustle.com. It takes courage to step into your calling and go for your dreams. Sabotage monsters can get in your way, preventing you from reaching your potential. You can choose to struggle alone, or you can choose community and support, someone to walk beside you, meeting you where you are. If you are ready to make real and lasting change, Coach Christine Clark is here for you. Find out more about one-on-one -on -one coaching and group programs with Coach Christine at sunglowtransformation.com. Are you ready to get big and live your life out loud? Tune in to Get Big Out Loud Radio, exploring life through the lens of curiosity and compassion with me, Carrie Knudsen, joining Dr. Pat live every second Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. I will offer ideas to transform what you are thinking into conscious action. If you want to get big and live your life out loud, visit me at KnudsenSpeaks.com. Did you know that each Enneagram type has a different worldview? different patterns of thinking, feeling, and behaving. They also have essential qualities that are unique to their type. Understanding this helps us develop more tolerance, respect, and appreciation for ourselves and others. Renee Siegel works with individuals, couples, families, and groups using the Enneagram to build better relationships as a tool in addiction recovery. Visit URPurePotential.com for more info. Welcome back, everyone, to Dr. Pat's show. I am your guest host today, Martine Emmons. You can find me at www.martineemmons.com, M-A-R-T-I-N-E-E-M-M-O-N-S.com to find out more about me, my podcast, um, my coaching practice. And if I can ever help you, please don't hesitate to reach out, send me a DM, um, however that works for you, or an email at martine at martineemmons.com. And Yvonne, before we jump back in, where can everybody find you? Yes, you guys can find me. I have a website, www.buildinghopesanddreamsglobal. Yes. So you can find me there. And you can find me on Facebook mostly, but I'm also on Instagram and LinkedIn. I'm still learning how to get to the rise, but you can find me <laughs> everywhere. You can reach you out it. with my business phone number, 651-278-4106. Thank awesome. You. Thank you for sharing. Yes. So, um, Yvonne, I was thinking, um, I, I often like to ask this question on my own show. Um, if, if you met up with somebody, say in an elevator, and it was a short ride, and someone just looks over at you, and, I, and they ask you for encouragement, what would be the next step in their life? They have also been through a very rough 
time. What would you say to them? I immediately, I would say to them what I always say to myself, Mm -hmm. you know, no matter the circumstances, no matter your background, no matter who or what you are, life is a continuous fight to conquer Mm -hmm. and to be on new territories. For the one who dares to say, I can and I will. Mm-hmm. And use your, your inner gift to build monuments in places where stars are being born out of scars. Yes, yes. Those scars are there to bless us. They're there to mm-hmm. fortify us. They are there to, to make us wiser and stronger. They're not there to destroy us. Right. I agree with you. I do. I, I, I often think, and some people, I mean, depending upon where they are in their journey, might think I'm crazy, but I am grateful for every bit of trauma, including miscarriage, rape, mm-hmm. molestation, physical abuse, cancer, <laughs> um, all these different things. It's like, I, I don't wish them on anybody and it wasn't fun to go through, that's for sure. However, I believe it made me better in so many ways because I can understand. I can relate to so many different people from the different things that I've gone through. And I imagine it's the same for you. It is exactly. Mm -hmm. So, you know, as a child, I didn't understand, but I even started understanding as a child because I had a very good mother and Mm -hmm. a good grandmother Mm -hmm. and the people that love me, they started training me at a very young age to be grateful for everything that happened to me. Mm -hmm. And I forgave my father long, long time. I provided Mm -hmm. for him the places where his children couldn't even right here in the United States mm-hmm. I sent him money I employed somebody to care for him until he passed mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, you know I said I didn't know but then when I got into all these books and mentors and everything I started being so grateful for my circumstances mm-hmm. I no longer look at them in a negative light I say God I am happy because what was meant to kill me did not kill me. What was meant, what was done to me was done for me. Because now without those situations, I, I would not have been here today. I would not have been doing all what I'm doing to try to help others. Those things are just there to help us. Because if we think from the scriptures, which is my greatest, my greatest book for, of wisdom is the Bible, you know? Mm-hmm. Things happen. If we see a biblical figures that horrible things happen to Jesus Christ, for example, those things helped him in the mm-hmm. end to help us. So it's the same thing. It's the same thing with me. I don't look at it that no matter what, who even does what to me nowadays, I just smile and I laugh. People at my, I'm on call still at my job, they'll be like, why? That thing doesn't bother you. Why are you always smiling at things like it doesn't bother you? I have one. It just comes automatically. Those things mm-hmm. don't bother me anymore. Right. Isn't that a blessing when you reach that point? It's yes. like, I can share my story now as it's someone else's. Yes. Um, I can uh, feel into it, you know, feel mm-hmm. the emotion of it still. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I'm not saying that I'm hundred percent healed. I'm not, I'm still working on certain aspects of my life, but I, mm-hmm. when things come up, whether it's my life or maybe some, something else will trigger me. I sit with it mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. ask myself, what, what do I need to learn still here? Because mm-hmm. however, if I continue to learn, I'm only going to be better for my clients and for the people that I'm around. And right? that is so true. Mm-hmm. It is so true. There mm-hmm. is nobody that is ever going to be 100% healed. There's right. no perfectionist in this life. Mm-hmm. The only perfection comes from God. We will right. never be perfect. We, we just keep growing. And that is how human beings are meant to be. You just keep mm-hmm. growing. We yeah. will never know everything but we do the best that we can where we are with what we have, because mm-hmm. that is the best. We keep growing and we just, yeah. we, we're so grateful. I'm really so grateful, Martin, for my situation. All what happened for me, I'm so grateful. So then I can mm-hmm. begin to, like you say, feel for other people, put myself mm-hmm. in the shoes of other people to know what they're yeah. going through without yeah. having to stigmatize them or without having to criticize them in a negative way to know that those things are true because we don't know people's background. We don't know how they were brought up. So we just meet them at the point where they are, take them from there and see what we can do better for them. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And there's always something we can do. 
Yes. You know, just like we said a little earlier in the show, as long as we're breathing, we have purpose. I know that there are people in my life sometimes, and and these are like older people in my life, some family, some not, and be like, well, why am I still here? <laughs> and it's like, well, because if you're still living and breathing, you have purpose. There's something you still need to do. God still has you here for a reason. Whatever that is, ask him, ask yourself, ask that inner wisdom that's inside of you. What, what can you do? I start that my day off every day with a walk. And if it's too cold, like today, it was just really freezing. Um, I always get on the treadmill. I do some kind of weights and I, and I tune in you know, in that meditative state and exercise always helps me to get there, to mm -hmm. tune in to what my heart, mind, body, soul is trying to tell me. And I encourage everyone to do that. Get outside if you can. Um, and the, you know, the days that you can't do something else, but when you can get outside, get in nature. For me, I am luckily right in my backyard. I've got an equestrian farm. So oh, I have beautiful horses out there. Yeah. That is so beautiful. It I is. When I was build, uh, buying my home, I was looking for a space with at least 11 acres of land. I like to hunt. Mm -hmm. I like nature a lot. But, mm -hmm. you know, God didn't give me that. But this one is what God gave me with half an acre with a lake. Well, like a long, oh, wonderful. beautiful pond behind with a bush. I love nature. I love mm -hmm. gardening. And so through my office, it's through the window. I just look at the bush. I look at the lake. I am so happy. Then I look at the birds coming. My son feeds birds a lot. Yeah. They just come. It is, it is so wonderful. Walking, when I wake up, I have a morning ritual. 4 a.m. I wake up. I do my morning rituals. I pray. I, I journal my thoughts. I do some yes. exercises. Yes. And if I can walk because I have to rush it somewhere, I do some stretches and take a yep. shower. And I go, if otherwise I walk or I do some exercises at home, then I sit in my office and start doing some work or I chat with family or I cook or I do something. You know, yeah. that is so, that is so nice that you do this almost the same thing. And I love horses. Yeah. I'm still going to learn how to ride a horse, but I love them. Yeah. I've like, the only horse I've ever ridden is a little tiny one when I was a kid. Uh -huh. So yeah, but horses uh, to me are majestic. They're beautiful. They're transformational. Just yeah, just like lighthouses here are transformation to me. Mm -hmm. So we have to go. Um, I want to thank you so much, Yvonne, for being on here today. You are an absolute blessing in my life. And thank you for sharing your story. And um, again, to the audience, um, I'm so privileged to be here. Thank you, Dr. Pat, for allowing me to host your show today. I am grateful for that, um, as you are one of my mentors. And um, I hope everybody today, you have a beautiful, blessed inspirational, motivational day, and that you are encouraged with Yvonne and my message today. Have a beautiful day. Thank you, everyone, so very much.